as long as these it's live somewhere. Yeah, these are interesting times for that. I mean, mm-hmm. I see, I see a lot of community members like frustrated. You know, oh, mm-hmm. DTG's not releasing anything for this bull run and and mm-hmm. stuff. But I think, I mean, as far as features, I mean, we're loaded, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of things coming at once. Um, and that's direct. And, and everything i mean if we're not on you know a top coin i don't think it is right now because we don't have enough features or enough tech or enough anything yeah it, it is definitely you know it's just a very young market just driven by hype and mm. and stupid things like the dogs i mean yeah just because your coin has the name of a dog you know everyone invests on it and you know it's, it's just you know, I'm not concerned about Dash personally. Mm-hmm. I think it's going. I think actually, I have. I I am pretty new in Dash, and uh, I I joined the Dash Army <laughs> yeah. in February actually of of 221. So I'm pretty new. But mm-hmm. you know, things looked way worse back then than they look now. Of course. So. I am not concerned at all. I think the future is, is bright. I don't know what you think. But well, this might be, I mean, you have a couple of people watching. This might be just a good time to roll into the intro and then just introduce you, and then we'll just go into the stuff. So anyway, hey, everyone, for wa- watching, um, let me just hit the intro real quick, and then, yeah, we'll get into it. So, hey everyone, happy Friday. Hope you had a great week so far. Um, it's been a little bit of a hectic one for me to say the very least. But we have <laughs> we have a very special guest today. Uh, you might not know him, and I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to like put out the announcement for this one yet. And with like the picture and everything. But it's my good friend and comrade, let's use a communist term, why not? Pedro Pozo, how's it going, man? I am great, I'm doing great. Yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Pedro helps me out with this project called the Dash Marketing Hub. And I first saw any of this stuff about him from going on a show talking about... I mean, I, I've seen you talking around. I've seen you on the interwebs. I first saw you your face when you went on some show to talk about crypto. And it was you know, it was pretty interesting. I'm like, wow. this I, like, So when I had the Ken Bozak cancellation, I was like, hey... This guy, this guy's pretty good at this stuff. I don't want to see if he wants to. You know, he always seems eager to get more into this. Has that that new crypto user energy type thing. And so, um, before we jump into your story and like how you got into crypto, and then hit the headlines because we got to do that. Uh, what um, CoinTR.ee/slash the Desert Links. That's how you leave a live crypto super chat. I'm going to pay. I'm going to paywall Pedro today. And so, if you want to talk <laughs> to him, you got to go through the paywall. Except. Instead of being a greedy bastard like usual, I'm actually going to anything you give to me, I will forward on to him. So if you want to help Pedro get more started in the crypto <laughs> world and start experiencing all this kind of stuff, live tips and all that awesome stuff, then yeah, you know what to do. Go throw him a, a few, go throw him a few duffs, a few Bitcoin cash, a few whatever else. I'll make sure even if you send Doge, I'll make sure he gets it. Uh, <laughs> which my usual contributor, my usual. Number one fan one time. Oh, Hilawi's in here. Hey, Hilawi. Um, Let me just tell you, if somebody yes. gives me Doge, I'm instantly swapping it for Dash. So just saying. <laughs> yeah. I actually had like several Doge, like five or 10 or, you know, like very small amount mm-hmm. of, but then um, 
then I didn't use it. And then just after a couple of weeks ago, uh, Naomi was on my podcast and to thank her, I ticked, I tipped her on coin tree with Doge. So I just gave it. So her, it's her problem now. All my Doge is her problem. Yeah. So my, my story is pretty interesting. So I started, um, I had a friend that was into crypto in 2017, you know, with all mm-hmm. around and everything. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, <clears throat> and he got me into BitConnect, okay? And I invested 100 bucks. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> this is a great start. Fantastic start. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I started, you know, and I put the, I remember, I put 100 bucks and the bubble burst like literally next week. It was great. I mean, at the moment, yeah. I was just pretty mad. I was a student. I, I had no money. So I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, I lost 100 bucks. That's it. And I forgot about crypto at that point. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, okay, this is a scam. I don't know. You know, just, you know, this is a scam. I, so I basically judged, you know, the whole entire crypto sphere, crypto world, just based on BitConnect. Um, and then... <laughs> a wonderful now, start. I'd love to hear how you came back to it because yeah. that's, that's hard to come back from. <laughs> well, you know, with COVID, I started to be pretty concerned about the world. Um, and especially because I'm not a conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist or anything, but I started to be pretty complaining about the world. I saw things. Uh, I'm from Spain, you know, they locked mm-hmm. us down. And, and I have a, uh, at the moment, I had a one year old um, and he just learned to walk. And they locked up us, like, they locked us in our apartments for 50 days. Like literally mm-hmm. we couldn't go out for 50 days and, and my kid would look at the window and cry. And I was like, you know, this is not normal. This is not okay. And and I was the first one to put mask on, uh, mask on and stuff and mm-hmm. to take measures with COVID. Of course. But, you know, I didn't see any harm with me taking my kid to the mountains and just going, you know, but now why does the government have to mandate me to be at my house? I, I felt like I was under arrest. So that made me in a way, you know, uh, I started wondering about the system and, and why do we give the government so much power? You know, when does this happen? And I started reading, getting into some things, and I came across uh, Dash at some point. And I started seeing your podcast and, and some talks. And I started also, I watched the videos uh, that Amanda made back in, yeah. in the day, uh, how Dash fixed it. And they were pretty good. And, mm-hmm. you know, I started, I think I invested like 150 bucks in Dash. At that point. And, and this was January of 2021, I think. So after the whole thing. Um, and as I was, you know, doing that, I wanted to engage with other members in the community. And I think I, I went to uh, Reddit first. Then I went to Discord and, and Telegram. And I just started talking to people. And some people were rude. Others were really mm-hmm. nice. You know, it's a community. So <laughs> I wonder who was rude. <laughs> so um and i started to get more into the whole thing of you know we really need an alternative to fiat because if they can Mm -hmm. do this with my house if the government can lock me down they can also lock my bank account and i am personally a christian uh Mm -hmm. i am very involved in in a lot of christian stuff um in fact i'm studying a master's of divinity i'm studying theology right now and i i was you know, concerned because I look back in history and I see how Christians uh, in other periods of time, they've been, they've been censored all around um, and things have happened. And, and I was wondering, you know, what happens if, you know, in the future, there is a government that wants to censor me. 
And I was, and you can wonder about this if you're a Christian and if you're not. I mean, what happens if you just have different opinions that you know they they approve mm -hmm. of or whatever? And now with big tech and everything, we need alternatives. So that's how I really got into Dash because mm -hmm. I believe that Dash is is still the best today, by mm -hmm. far. Uh, bring in a platform where you can, you know, I can literally send. I'm from Spain. I live in the U.S. now. Mm -hmm. I can literally send my mom money for yeah. a fraction of a, of a cent back to Spain without paying any fees, without paying anything, and she gets it instantly and can spend it instantly. I, I think there's mm -hmm. nothing out there that does that uh, without the threat of being, you know, banned or Yeah, or and that's like that. that's the original promise of cryptocurrency to begin with. It's just that kind of a thing. And so, of course, I got into Bitcoin in 2013, maybe before. Um, I believe my first ever... I wrote an article about Bitcoin April of 2013. I didn't have any yet, but I was talking about it back then. And then it just, of course, a lot of people get into crypto and then they start like, you know, then they they start, oh, what, what, they get too into the culture and like, oh, what's the best NFT platform? What's the best? A bunch of other things, which nothing wrong with that at all. But uh, for me, and it seems that sounds like, I guess for you, uh, the, the idea of the... It's a tool for a principle. And so while like I've, you know, I've gotten interest in lots of things in the crypto space, um, I still care primarily about the digital money that no one can confiscate. And so, so yeah, so you got into that, you went to Texas and then you started, you know, poking around and that's kind of what got, got you into it, huh? Yeah. So I started poking around. I started, you know, way before the hub, I started just, you know, trying to be an active Mm -hmm. uh, member of the community i try to enc encourage others to participate i studied about the dao um a lot about how it works and 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 everything and you know i i don't have a lot of dash actually i don't i actually i don't care about what people think or if people know how much i have i have like 50 coins um so i don't have a lot of it but i really think that the value of 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 dash for example is not on how much money do I have or how much money does it make for me, the value of crypto in general. The value of crypto is that this could actually be a system that replaces a traditional system and that takes mm -hmm. the power from the evil hands and bring it brings it back to the people. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm excited about. And, you know, so that's how I got to be more active in the community and then how I got into the hub. I, I remember that you were mentioning that you wanted to do something to market this. Mm -hmm. and um, And I was like, I want to be in. I, I want to be in. I want to contribute. I, I want to, even if I can make some money, you know, while doing it, then great. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're working a lot of hours actually on doing <laughs> stuff that's not paid yeah. that people doesn't see. Um, mm -hmm. And then they just see, you know, oh, well, you made, a, you know, four dash this month. Oh my goodness. And yeah. I'm like, and I worked 50 hours for those four dash yes. or more than that. And, you know, so. We'll touch on the details of the hub right at the very end. Uh, but yeah, that's, you know, it's a crazy world. And, you know, someone's been in the space for like over eight years. It's seen a lot of shit. Let me put it that way. But speaking of all that stuff. So back in my day, back in my day, when I was like first learning about Bitcoin and stuff, it had no value. As part of me, it was value around $130 or so or per coin. Wow. But but it was it, it like no one understood the value other than like a few, a few hardcore people and that's it. 
And a lot of things people are talking about over the years when it started getting to 2016, 2017, like several years in, they're like, oh, one day, one day it'll be mass adopted, one day, all this kind of stuff. And a big part of that was talking about institutions. And there was this meme because at some point Bitcoin stopped being as useful for digital cash. And that can be hours long conversation just there. Oh, yeah. But but then a lot of the people who are still supporting it and they say, well, it'll just be a store of value instead. But there's like, all we need is just don't worry. Institutions are coming. That was the beam. Institutions are coming. All the big institutions are this and that. And then people, prices would pump in like 2017 on speculation of an ETF. And now guess what? There's a couple of Bitcoin ETFs that got approved. And I really like the Valkyrie one, right? So um, yeah, Valkyrie is basically, so Valkyrie is an investment company that has um, an ETF project that's, you know, it's on its way to, you know, being approved. That means that, you know, people with can invest in it. It's not, it's not like you buy Bitcoin directly, but you buy like shares in this fund and you, um, it's from what I've heard again, shout out to Naomi Brockwell. Cause she knows more about this stuff than me. And I actually, one of the only crypto influencers that I actually look at, <laughs> like look at her stuff. Um, basically it's not as good as having, Bitcoin or whatever directly because you don't control it on the one hand, but on the other hand, it has a bunch of tax exemptions. Like if you put like your retirement account and you yeah. do it and stuff. And so the cool thing about Valkyrie is Valkyrie is new and their seed round, um, the Dash Investment Foundation, which is a mechanism by which the Dash decentralized network may invest in and own property and equity, etc. They got in on the seed round and invested in Valkyrie. And then, of course, Valkyrie's been taken off recently with a whole lot of stuff. And especially, it's like one of the first Bitcoin ETFs, if not the, I'm not exactly sure which one's getting through the gate first. But it's still like, oh, like Dash owns a part of the first Bitcoin ETF, so to speak. I think that's pretty cool. Have you talked to anyone in like any of your non-crypto friends or family about you know, Valkyrie and, or the, like basically what, how would they wrap their head around this very strange thing we were just talking about? Yeah. So I've been, I've been someone that have tried to convince a lot of family and friends to get into crypto, not based on the argument that, Oh yeah, this is a great investment. These will make mm -hmm. you money. But on the argument of this could actually be important for your life. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and, and I think that's what's important. And regarding Valkyrie and the EDFs, I think, um, they are great in terms of that they can actually be a gateway for a lot of people from the traditional markets to get into crypto, but like into, into crypto investing, but I think they're not good. So they have a good side of it, but they also have, you know, a dark side for it where, where is, you know, that. And that dark side is that people cannot actually use it. So mm. um, it's just against an asset that you can invest on a reserve, you know, a reserve of value. So I think, I mean, I, I, I haven't talked to people about Valkyrie myself, not oh, because yeah. I don't think it's good. I think it's actually a good thing that exists, but because, you know, I think people should manage their own money. And yeah. I think that's what crypto brings. So, um, but I think it's a really good idea, especially because there's companies, for example, that if you have a 401k, they, they match. And let's say you want to put, you know, $300 in your 401k every month. 
-hmm. some some companies will put another 300 for you um and that 401k could go into valkyrie Mm -hmm. um so that that would be a way you know with 300 dollars every month to buy you know 600 dollars worth of bitcoin or something like that yeah um so for your retirement fund you know i don't think there's anything wrong that part of your retirement fund is based on um on bitcoin or or bitcoin's value i think that's good and it's a good tool but definitely it's not going to replace or it's not gonna i'm not as excited about it mm-hmm. um as i would be you know with with something where people can actually control their money yeah and i have to say like when talking about the free market which you know is just the way the world works right um we can't like that top-down control doesn't work in the sense that you can't just say oh self-custody of bitcoin like you, you should touch the stuff itself of course we say that yes and that is true but it's not true for everyone where you can't just mandate what everyone should be eating and drinking for example and so yeah. products like this come up to fulfill a market need as someone who's again using cryptocurrency directly and keys i control and all that kind of stuff for eight years I still get freaked out sometimes when receiving and backing up crypto wallets and just making sure my security is good. I get paranoid sometimes. And like, for example, a month or so ago, um, I, w- I had to restart my lightning node from scratch. I had to get rid of it and then mm. put it back and then like put it back and restore with like the 24 word seed word. I had like a hundred bucks of Bitcoin in there. It wasn't that much, but it, when I wrote down hand wrote the 24 words it didn't work and i'm like really I'm like doesn't work what happened and so after troubleshoot after like working on it forever i finally figured out that the problem with those words were and of course is combined with a bug in the umbral software which thankfully they've patched since then but it turns out that one of those words and i could have like i i've been writing down seed words for years i could have sworn like everything was perfect one of the words was written down slightly wrong like abbreviated it was like oh like the word was penny something like penny and it was pen instead and so just from like i tried it in a another wallet and then it had like an autocomplete function and so i just went with the autocomplete of that word and it worked and so I'm like, oh, like, and this is me, a veteran. One of the, and it's not just someone who's been using crypto for a while. Like every day I use this, you know, and yeah. even then it's scary. So can you imagine some old person being like, I want to get into the Bitcom or whatever they think it's called. And then you're just like, all right, here you go. Make sure no one hacks onto your compo- phone or computer for stuff that we already lost yeah. them there. Then write down. And then what happens if there's a house fire and then you just, all your money's gone for like, and then you, yeah it's not play money. You don't still have a career. Like you retired. This is your retirement money. Are you gonna be able to feed yourself for the rest of your life? Like you can't go back to work at 68 or like, ah, that's terrible. And so if, but if you could just put some money into like a Bitcoin ETF or something, and then you're, you know, into a fund, you're going to be okay. Yeah. I guess, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So, um, I think we're very early in the mm. in the crypto sphere, even though it feels like because I remember when I was getting into crypto, I'm like, I, I had the thought I'm late. I'm mm-hmm. late. Look, you know, Bitcoin is valued now forty thousand dollars. And um, and that's at the, at the moment was two hundred and fifty or something like that. And I was like, 
I'm late to this. It's already, uh, you look at the chart and you were like, if I got in here, you know, a year before, I would have paid 10% of what I'm paying now. <clears throat> so, but reality is, I think we're very early and it takes time for people to learn new technologies and to learn new things. And regarding, for example, my mom, my mom has some dash actually, because I talked her into it and she liked mm -hmm. it and stuff. But, you know, I store it on my hardware wallet. I store yeah. her dash on my hardware wallet because for her, it would be too complicated oh, to yeah. have a hardware wallet to connect it to the internet or whatever. So she just calls me if she wants to spend it and I just send it to her mobile app or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that works. Um, but, you know, that way she it's not complicated for her. She just keeps a little bit of money on her, mom, on her phone wallet. If somebody steals that money, it's not going to be a big deal mm -hmm. for her. Um, but I, I see the value. I see the value on, on an EDF. And in fact, if, if I had a job right now that offered me 401k matching, I would probably do a little bit of money every month just because it's mm -hmm. free money. Um, and somebody said here, you know, that's using the fiat system. Well, yes, it is. Sadly, we live in the fiat, you know, world. And I know that yes. Joel is completely unbanked and that talk to you actually about becoming completely unbanked i want to do that at some point it'll be easier uh, with each passing year right it is easier especially living in the u.s now with dash direct man that made things so way better easier. yeah it's incredible um and again that's the diff which we talked a little bit before about mm -hmm. with with this is the same with with valkyr so mm -hmm. but yeah I, I guess my point is there is and I think it was also your point. There is there is market for these things, and if there is a market for these things, and uh, we can we can bring more users, even indirectly, into crypto. I think that's a good thing, and into Dash. I think that that has some value yeah. as well. So, well, yeah, that's the thing is, uh, like transitory things. Like some people, some salty trolls online say like. Oh, but Dash Direct isn't using Dash. It's uh, you're buying, you're using Fiat or something. Which, which, who cares? But like the the small grain of truth in that is that at some point in ten years, let let's just say for ten years, every place you'll be able to spend it directly. Like it's in, it goes to them. It doesn't get converted to Fiat or anything because, and they're gonna have it. And so, but we're just not there yet. So I I'm okay. Is you know the thing is like by using this kind of stuff, I get to not do KYC. I get to yeah. not give control of my funds to anyone. And those two things together, and I get to not have my funds in control, able to be inflated away. And as long as I have those three things, that's what really matters. Um, yeah. So if you look at from like my perspective as, a, as the user, what I do is I have DAS on my hardware wallet where I keep my, my DAS. That's my bank. That is my, my vault mm -hmm. there. And then, so I am my own bank is right there. So from there, I just get it. I send it to my phone wallet and then I go to Subway, for example, and mm -hmm. I go and buy a sandwich on Subway, but I don't lose control of my funds right up until the point of purchase. So I literally just send instantly the money from my hardware wallet to my mm -hmm. phone. Then I just go, it takes literally two seconds. Then I go to the, the, the market and I just make you know order it and say you know i'm gonna pay with with a debit card and without telling anybody any government mm -hmm. any agency any company my name or my you know it, 
no KYC, I'm able to buy with crypto. Okay. And some mm -hmm. people say, no, it's dollars. No. Okay. I am giving crypto and receiving a sandwich. What, yeah. what happens in the middle of it is not something that I am doing. So in reality, from my perspective, I am spending crypto to get a sandwich. And for me, that's incredible. So, yeah. Well, and that's, as a small before um, we move on to the whole Thorchain stuff, which is awesome, um, that small little detail of you, if you pay, let's just say a company like BitRefill, let's mix it up a little bit. If you pay BitRefill in Litecoin, why not? Why not just say something? If you give them Litecoin, they, and then you, you get a gift card from them that you use to like pay for something. Right. You're not using fiat, you're paying crypto for a good or service and receiving that directly in return. And the person who receives it is likely keeping at least a certain portion of this in the case of BitRefill, probably in the case of Craypay slash Dash Direct. And then you're using that product at the store. So it's right. just like, it's like if you pre-order a thing online and then you get a coupon and you take your receipt and say, hey, I bought this online, where's my product? It's not like, well, but you're not actually buying. No, you come on, you dumbass, you did. You buy, you know, as a small little, you know, people are always going to nitpick. But again, these are the same people there, you know, swipey swipey with their card and their bank account and their fiat and all their their financial <clears throat> slavery. But anyway, let's get on to Thorchain. So, okay. Thorchain, uh, Thorchain finally re-enabled the last of its networks, i.e., Ethereum, that it it supported, and I there wasn't any news story about it. it happened just like yesterday i think there's no news story about it on cointelegraph shame on you cointelegraph whatever it just means thorchain flies under the radar a little bit still and basically for those who don't know what thorchain is it's a cross-chain uniswap for people who know what uniswap is if you don't know what uniswap is or whatever it's basically an entire exchange system that is all completely decentralized and it's cross chain meaning if i have let's say dash very soon i could swap it for litecoin again why would you but whatever i could swap <laughs> it and i don't need to swap uh representations of dash or litecoin on a different chain i just swap the dash for the litecoin because if you yeah. think about it Uniswap, and I'm not, I'm not hating by saying this. I think Uniswap is fantastic and all the DeFi stuff like has really pushed the world into a new era of decentralization and awesomeness. That being said, it's if you trade, let's say, like a Dash or a wrapped BTC or whatever on Uniswap, you're not trading Bitcoin. You're trading kind of like fiat Bitcoin. <laughs> like, you know, fiat right. is supposed to be a gold or silver certificate and they got rid of that but it used to be like a, a paper representation of what you have and so you're saying look well no there's bitcoin behind this i'm moving it at least that wrapping process is as far as i understand usually a decentralized way so it's not as bad as a fiat system but you're still not trading the actual stuff but with thorchain you trade the actual stuff you like imagine if so with thorchain you're like, hey, I am a Dogecoin whale. Like I bought so much Dogecoin, it went to the moon, and I have all this Dogecoin, but I can't really spend it anywhere and the fees are too high right now. And you're like, hey, just just swap some into Dash. Dump some Doge into Horchain, comes out Dash the other end, now you can spend it. And you don't have to like mess with this wrapping stuff, you don't have to give your ID, you don't have to have a system that can be shut down. It's pretty cool. And so they just came 
back online because they had a series of hacks that happened, which were, it's in chaos net. It's like a test net, um, a public test net kind of thing right now. So it's expected that there would be some stuff. So the hacks, of course, were all paid for by the treasury. They, they shut it down. All the node operators took it down for a month or so. I don't remember how long it was down for. And then they have been slowly re-enabling everything after fixing the bugs. And so Ethereum's last big one, it's up. Thorchain is back. Yeah, this is, I think it, it is incredibly important. Something mm -hmm. like, like Thorchain, because you don't have to trust anybody. Mm -hmm. You just send Dash to an address and receive Litecoin in, in, in that sense, or Dogecoin mm -hmm. to an address. And then you receive in your Dash, in, in your Dash address, your hardware wallet, for example, you directly receive it. Um, so <clears throat> without going through, you know, Binance or Coinbase or any of, of these, you get, you know, to exchange these coins and you can mm -hmm. get stable coins if you want to. But I mean, why would you want to? I don't know. But you could, you could get stable coins. Yeah, for traders and stuff like that. So there is a lot of things that can be done. And actually, the fees, um, once this is up and running and stable, they're not going to be bad um at all but the part that i'm more excited as a user about is the fact that i'm going to be able to provide liquidity so regular exchanges they they provide the liquidity for for the users and they get a fee in exchange for that liquidity so let's say i have a lot of doge and i have a lot of bitcoin so if you want to get some doge with bitcoin i provide the liquidity so you can make that swap I, 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 you give me the, the Doge and I give you the Bitcoin or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the challenge with a decentralized, you know, platform is who provides that? Who, who's giving you the the liquidity so those those transactions can be, can be fast? And I really like the fact that I can, as a user, without KYC, without anything, I can be the ones that provide that liquidity yeah. to the network. So I can I can get my, my 50 coins of DAS, for example, and I can say, okay, I'm going to put half of my Dash in there. And they actually divided, for example, to trade between Rune and Dash. They actually divided for mm -hmm. you. So you will have half in Rune and half in Dash. But that would be a way so I can be providing um, liquidity to the network and also, you know, buying some of that Rune that powers it. And at the same time, I think they're going to give you like 20% annual. I don't know what the end. Yeah, it varies be, but... wildly right now uh, because it's in chaos net. It's not actually public yet. I mean, even though you can you anyone can use it, they've capped liquidity at certain levels. And so we're right about peak liquidity. Right. I don't know if there's a little bit of room, uh, of room if there is. <clears throat> there was last night and I put like another 10 bucks of Bitcoin cash in my very small little thing just to try it out. But I think my little bit of Bitcoin cash there is getting about like 30% APY right now, which is pretty insane. It's, it's not going to last, honestly. When the caps get raised, when the caps get eliminated and anyone can put it in, the market will balance it out and it won't be yeah. nearly that high. But it, you know, a few percent, let's just say 5%. 5% APY is not bad. Because and, it's trustless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're stacking it trustlessly. And for, for me, something frustrating with Dash as a new user is mm -hmm. that uh, um, I am a regular guy with a regular job and mm -hmm. I, I live in a first world country, but I cannot afford a master node just that easily. So yeah. I Join really wanted off. to have a node. I really wanted to participate in the DAO. I am very excited about the DAO. I am very passionate about it. 
but I cannot afford a node. And so all I can do is maybe put some in CRUD node and vote, which is great. And I'm thankful for services like mm -hmm. CRUD node. But I got out of CrowdNode Node because at some not because I don't trust them. I think they're mm -hmm. great, but because um, you know I believe in the principle. You know, not your keys, not your crypto. And the whole reason why I'm in Dash and in crypto in general is because I want to be the owner of my own money. I, mm -hmm. I want to be in control of my finances. So because I want to be in control of my finances, you know, trusted services will not work for me. That would be mm -hmm. stupid. You know, I'm not as concerned about the fiat value or whatever. I'm concerned about my freedom. So um, that's why I am excited about Rune and about um, Thorchain because I can do that. I can get a percentage until, you know, they release Masternode shares or they reduce somehow yeah. the collateral or something. I don't know what will happen in the future, but I can put my dash there and get some in return every year. So I'm excited about that without having to trust anyone. So, Yeah, and here's an interesting economic factor in all this, right? So, for example, let's say you liquidity provide Litecoin. You get like 25% APY right now or something. I mean, I'm sure it'll go down over time. Um, when yeah. you when Dash gets added, Dash is coming to ThorChain. It's been mentioned by, you know, just a, a lot of high ups in ThorChain. It's, it's in the process. Yeah. Like, it's it's I would say it's 100% at this point which is great, yeah. but, or nothing's a hundred percent. Let's give it a high 98%. So yeah. uh, that means that any Dash user could deposit money and make interest on it sort of. But the thing is like for the same demand, I guess um, it's competing with the master nodes. So right now I believe if you have a Dash master node or, you know, you're using crowd nodes somewhere around 5% APY, right? About 5%. Yeah. And so let's just say Dash comes out the gate with 30% on ThorChain or something. It's like, wow. Well, a lot of people are going to be move, taking down their master nodes and putting their money into that, which, of course, the 30 will go down. But then the five for the master node will go up the fewer nodes there are. So the, each node is going to get more. And at some point, so first yeah. off, it's going to make master nodes make more money because there will be there will be fewer of them because there will be time to go over there or you know obviously if they lower the collateral on that it might be you know the same amount for example but then it's a higher percentage on your investment so to speak right, right. It, as far as your, your money you parked there and so that means that first off it'll make masternodes more profitable but it also means that uh, it'll make liquidity providing on Thorchain more attractive because with the same demand uh Dash will always be more profitable than the competitors because you can also earn money elsewhere there. Whereas with Litecoin or Bitcoin Cash, you can't stake at all. And so right. because of that, that'll still put, you know, that'll still give an advantage to Dash. And I think that'll be really cool because in the 2017 bull run, when Dash went from $10 in January to 1600 at the end of December or middle of December, I think, that enormous bull run, a lot of it was like, evolution hype but a big part of it was dash was the first not the people had proof of stake for a while and stuff but it was the first like regular coin that everyone had that you could just put some money in and get a recurring income you thought if, you, if i get a master note at ten thousand a master note at a hundred thousand a master yeah I'm, I'm retired i'm done i can yeah, have a yeah. recurring income and so 
people threw a lot of money into that. And then, of course, during this next cycle, now you can do that with so many projects and earn so much more than Dash Corp. And so that kind of brings back the the staking element kind of a thing. And of course, yeah. if you talk about um, what I would really like to, what I like to see happen more than just, oh, you can make staking on that stuff. I always like utility. And yeah. if we get lots of, or if one gets lots of people with other cryptos say, hey, you can live entirely off of Dash. Hold your Bitcoin, hold your Doge, hold your whatever. Whenever you just need some spending money, swap it over for Dash, and now you can save whatever 5% or more on Dash Direct, and it's great. And every time someone swaps that, that provides a little bit of a trans of a transaction fee right on ThorChain, which then pays people who are st staking Dash there. And so the yeah. more people, there are more action there is with those swaps back and forth, back and forth, the higher <clears throat> the profitability, and it becomes a, a pretty cool thing. And so I, I'm very fascinated by economics because it's it's almost like it's like the laws of physics for human behavior. And yeah. I just love seeing these things play out in action and kind of learning more. And as much as the market seems crazy sometimes, the market's never wrong. It's just misunderstood or it's going through a phase, but it's never wrong. And yeah. so, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to watch, but that's a, that's a big long Thor ramble right there. I think one time says that he had a coin tree. Uh, tip. So I don't know. It showed or not. I, Pedro on Pedro. When Dash Pay mainnet is released soon, what are some marketing slash promotion ideas you're most excited for? Okay. All right. Well, why don't so you go we're first? Getting so to, we're getting into hub stuff. So uh, I actually will have to leave in 10 minutes exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, just, let's just say, let yeah. spend 30 seconds explaining the hub. So the Dash Marketing Hub is a project that myself, I'm working on, Pedro's working on. And we have a, a new Dash proposal. And of course, this is stuff that regular viewers don't really need to care about. But this is a particularly Dashy <laughs> digital cash rundown. So uh, voting closes in a couple of days. So if you are one of them big old Dash whales, please vote for us. Or if you don't think we're doing a good job, then don't vote for us. But I think we are, so you should. So basically, <laughs> it's, a, um, it's a project where anyone can suggest an idea that something that could promote Dash, you get paid for suggesting the idea. You could get paid for writing up specifications for the idea. You get paid for working on it. You could also get paid for overseeing the work, the quality control. You can get paid for all those things. And it's in a very kind of open and collaborative way. All transactions are public. All work is public. So there's no mysteries anywhere because I hate the whole office politics of having to report this and that. And this, just let's just get to work and see what happens and what, what it is is. So... That's the hub. Vote for us if you have a masternode. But in the meantime, ideas for when platform's out. Yeah. So some things that I would like to do, I, I would, I would mm -hmm. like to use, uh, right now we are setting up um, and getting up and running the different Dash community accounts. So, mm -hmm. for example, we have the Twitter, which is the most active one mm -hmm. um, that you're over and also Kanuker is over. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, those are just accounts that are trying to bring and elevate Das's presence yeah. over the, you know, internet. So we're just trying to engage into conversations, relevant conversations, post good news and, and stuff like that. Just trying to be relevant and to be there and to highlight everything that the DAO is doing. So mm -hmm. from things from the diff to the uh, to DCG 
to um, the incubator, I'm, almost anything that the DAO does, uh, we, we try to highlight. So it's it's just a way to highlight that. So we're getting ready, or DAS LinkedIn account um, mm-hmm. is getting up and running. Blake is over that. We, we are getting ready now also our Instagram account. We're oh, trying yeah. to find the right person for that. I have a, a candidate that I'm talking with um, to see if they can do it. So I I hope that by the time platform comes, we have these accounts up and running. So yes. then we can so then we can do definitely a will. massive yeah. So then we can do a massive like investment into like, okay, we're gonna boost a lot of publications and we're just gonna do a, a heavy marketing campaign on Instagram, on TikTok, we're gonna do it on Twitter, we're gonna do it on that's that's my 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 that's what I would do, I think. I, I think we should just use the you know, right now we're starting to build the, the, the different mm-hmm. actors there, the different accounts. And then when we're ready and platform comps, we just, you know, blow it up. We light it mm-hmm. up with with uh, money for, for boosting publications, getting to new uh, to new users and, and stuff like that. So that's how I see it. I don't know about you. Yeah. I mean, same thing. Uh, the PayPal Venmo style, just username, contact list, social things, showing people in usages making sketches all that kind of stuff then of course pushing them out across our distribution channels we already have but then paid advertisement of course is great you run some ads and stuff and i would love to aggressively approach every single crypto youtuber and make them an offer they can't refuse you know make them an offer they can't refuse of like you get this much per person you sign up for this stuff go for it and then you know crypto youtubers again and myself included there's not a lot of money in this unless you're like me like millions of subscribers right get everyone else on so hilawi had a super chat but it got bumped by one time because one time just bumped it so but i I have it over here i can't put up on the screen regrettably but he says i just want to say that pedro's presence in the community has been pleasant especially when it comes to push for his support of more dashboard group transparency and his marketing hub work what does pedro think are the top (laughs) challenges we have to fix dash (laughs) okay well, first of all, I don't think that's neat, neat needs to be fixed. I think it works as it is right now um, mm-hmm. regarding the technology. Okay. Yes. And I'm excited for platform and I think really cool things are coming. So, you know, the tech side, I think that's good it, on my view because I'm new. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think, you know, the, the, the kudos there and the good comments. Um, I, I think we need to figure a way so we can get new people involved in the community easier and faster um and not just involved into you know the conversations in discord and stuff but also involved in the DAO. i think mm-hmm. I, I think that that's that's the biggest challenge because as a new guy that i'm excited i really want to participate in the DAO, and and now in a way i am with the marketing yeah. hub I, I found my spot you're a victim I, of the DAO money. now <laughs> i'm making money out of it so i'm i'm very happy about that. dealing with the trolls and the haters the all that yeah but i don't have mm-hmm. a voice in the DAO, yeah. and, and i don't pretend that my voice should be as important as someone that's been in the project for for three years mm-hmm. um or someone that's has a thousand dash I, that, that's not what i'm saying uh, mm-hmm. you know there is a role for a master node but in a way i think we should um I don't know if with trustless shares or reducing collateral, but uh, I don't know how or having two levels of nodes with different payouts or something. I don't even Mm -hmm. know. Uh, But I think that's, for me, that's one of the biggest barriers because the tech is great, 
but I wanna when I wanna be a part of the community, it's it's actually kind of hard because the, the barrier is very high. So, um, but that that's not turning me down. I found my spot on the DAO, and I think everyone that's enough interested, you know, could find their spot. And now with the hub, is very easy. You have the incubator if you're into programming and coding. Um, and so, and I believe, you know, there's great rewards on that too. So, yeah, yeah, that's, so, that's what I think. That's, I think this biggest, I tend, one of the biggest I tend to agree. Uh, as al- and also like all the new blood you see coming in is great. All the, there's a lot of old timers who are great too, but there's a lot of also people who came with memories of the 2017 bull run and are like, oh, like, why is everything suck today? <laughs> and they have a very negative attitude because of that. You know, understandably, but it, it helps to have, you know, obviously new life. And whenever people actually use Dash like Dash Direct, they get hooked. Now, as far as, uh, as far as like, so at first you had to do a proposal and pay five Dash to get involved in governance. Now mm-hmm. the proposal fees reduced to one Dash. I don't know. I don't think the changes are live yet, but it's, it's, no, been impl- yeah. it's being implemented. So that's easier. But it's still just because like everyone can't have proposals, like you can't just expect everyone to be voting, like look, reading all of them and stuff. So because of that, then you had the incubator where now people could start any kind of development idea. Like, I want a new app. I want to do it. Just build it. Sure. You can just kickstart from idea to final execution right in there. And so that's one reason I started the marketing hub is because I wanted there to be, you know, like, and I'm happy to be transitioning to just one of three running it rather than the guy running it because I never wanted that to begin with. It just be, I just want this to exist. I want there to be a solution for people to come in and get things done. And what I'd love to see next is a business development hub of sorts. Same type of model. Anyone who's like, oh, I can get us listed on Gemini and he just gets gets a thing going and this or like, oh, I'm, I have an idea to onboard all these merchants with this solution and this, okay. That's not specifically marketing and promo. I'd love there to be a place for people to plug in there so then anyone can get a job if Dashcore Group is hiring but then, or who whatever other entity like the Diff or whatever else is out there. But then you can just plug into one of these hubs and just start your thing from nothing. Or if you have a bigger idea than that, you can go to the proposal system. And I think that'll solve a lot of it. But as you mentioned, everyone who has Dash should have a way to vote if for no other reason than to get them involved, feeling like they have something at stake here and then to, to care more. So trustless shares, I believe will be prioritized next year. But I mean, all this would be a great five years ago, but you know, we're dealing with what we, we, we have and yeah. So you got two, two minutes before you got to go, right? Any parting yeah, thoughts one. real quick? Any parting yeah, thoughts no, I, for 30 seconds? <laughs> I'm just very thankful to all the community out there um, mm-hmm. that supported us with the hub mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, our contributions to it. I'm, I'm very thankful for that, especially as someone new that people, mm-hmm. you know, gave me the opportunity to just be, you know, one more and, and the confidence. And I, I, I know I've said, you know, in Discord and stuff, sometimes things that are wrong. And as I was learning and stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. very thankful for those of you out there that corrected me and, and mm-hmm. it, you know, in a good way and actually explained me why things are, you know, different. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you. Thank the Dash community and send a message of like hope mm-hmm. <laughs> for the, for, for the, the ones of you out there, I think Das is in a great position right now and things don't look like 2017 looking back. Yeah. 
Um, but at the same time, I think that another bull run will come for Dash and mm-hmm. the tools that we have right now to actually uh, make good use of it are much better than the ones we had back in the day. At least that's my understanding. So I think the community is growing. New things are getting ready for for uh, those that want to contribute and be a part of it. And more will be built in the future. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy. So perfect i think that's that's my message (laughs) well thanks so much for being on uh everyone thanks for watching like comment share subscribe all the other good stuff um under um yes next we have the dash podcast coming up in like five minutes let's say and rodrigo is on there uh, of the diff and that's going to be very interesting so if you want to watch that there will be a new youtube video that pops up on the youtube youtube channel or if you're watching on odyssey you can just stay on the same link and just wait until we see us popping back up but anyway thanks pedro for being on thanks everyone for watching and yeah i'll see you guys either next week or in a couple minutes here thanks so much for listening if you enjoyed the podcast subscribe so you don't miss an episode and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page that's cointr.ee slash the desert links and leave a message with your donation. Check out the show's sponsors. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Buy absolutely anything with crypto with ShopinBit. Avoid content censorship with Odyssey. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes.